Are we Good morning and welcome to the KLE podcast. This is your host, Sean Smith, and uh, this is the place where you do not get the usual church message. Glad to have you with us today. We have, um, as usual, we have, uh, well, not as usual. Every now and again, I get somebody that uh, I have a good relationship with and somebody that's doing something in the world. Um, with, you know, some, that's the thing is that we need to understand is that not everybody's doing something celebrity status. There are leaders have actually bringing transformation where they are, anywhere they are in the world and having an impact. And that's leadership. I like to, on KLE, often and here, here and now and every now and again, just uh, celebrate somebody that's doing something in the earth that ha is having an impact or that, are, that is growing into a vision that God's given them and they're moving towards that. And it might not be uh, celebrated in the sense that everybody knows about it, but they're doing something. And today I have a very good friend of mine for many years. And um, that is Kyle Rogowski. He, he and his wife live in Cape Town, South Africa. So welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much, Uncle Sean. Um, it's an honor to be here with you. Thank you. It's awesome. Well, welcome to the KLE uh, nation, the KLE land of, of mm -hmm. kingdom leaders. And uh, king, where kingdom leaders are equipped. We're so grateful to have you. Glad you took the time to hop on a call with me. Um, so, Kale, uh, let's hear. We go back some time. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and about us. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Yeah. Um, so I've um, I still call him Uncle Sean because he's he's a um, yeah he's just been a, a huge influence in my life um, since I was nine years old. Um, we in it's just a, a spiritual considering a spiritual father in the faith and um I, we lived in cape town together and um, i know many of you know that uh sean lived in cape town with his family for a long period of time he is from the cape from south africa and i grew up uh, very close to them uh, in cape town and played little league baseball with um jonathan his oldest son and we still keep in contact we brothers for life and friends, good friends still to this day, we still keep in contact. And um, yeah, we, um, I would often come over to their house just to play with them. And um, I really looked up, looked up to Sean and, and, and just the, 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 the call of God on his life and um, went to many camps uh, with them and was discipled and um, yeah, just was able to view and see their, see his life in, in action and, and, um, see the real thing and, and, and what it means to walk with Jesus and to be a true disciple. And um, yeah, they're just dear to my heart. And I've, I've stayed at their house in the past many times and I've considered myself to be part of the family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great to have you, Kale. And uh, yeah, we, we do. I was actually thinking like, I know you for so many years. I couldn't remember what age I... <laughs> We met and it's like nine years old. Oh my god! Yeah, I was nine. All mm. right, so yeah, I'm feeling like I've been around for a while. <laughs> I'm, I'm thirty. I'm thirty now, so it's like, oh my gosh! Yeah. What? How many years ago? Twenty one years. Twenty one. Yeah. Don't even yeah. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! All right, so um, 
Kyle, and, and of course, Kyle and I, we, uh, you and I, we jump on a call every now and again, just talk things through and process ministry and thoughts and, and what God's doing in our mm. life, etc. And we pray for each other. So um, mm. it's, it's a really a, a precious relationship yeah. to me. Yeah, it is. Kyle, uh, tell me, all right, so where where are you right now what's what's happening in your life right now yeah um so uh jen my, actually right now i'm i'm a, a a father of two kids um and a husband and i consider that to be my first call of ministry um and first first priority in terms of the kingdom and um yeah, I have a two and a half year old toddler uh, and a two month old newborn. So very busy household at the moment. I mean, we also actually work from home. So it's um, been quite challenging, but also rewarding at the same time, just getting to spend a lot more time at home. Um, and we, we've just recently launched the Just Serve Foundation. And um, yeah, it's basically both Jen and I came from um, a marketplace background um, and recently have have taken that step of faith um, just a few months ago, um, three to four months ago to actually felt the Lord strongly say we need to start the foundation. And um, basically the, the heart of the foundation is to bring the true message of the cross, which is the message of love. Um, a message of, of of truth and love, and to bring that back, and to equip and mobilize believers to receive this love in a real way, and equip them and mobilize them to take this love and share this love with the world in word and action. And that's basically what it is. It's we see it as an equipping vehicle. It's a vehicle to bring the truth back to the church. Um, truth back. Um, there's many gospels out there. We want to preach a message that is faithful to the scriptures and to live a life, actually live it out, live, live what it means to be a true disciple. Um, and yeah, bring, bring the kingdom as, um, as Sean is preaching and living out constantly. We, we want to bring the kingdom in a real way uh, in this world. And yeah, that's, that's a nutshell. Okay. So, so I, I mean, just, just a, a powerful truth there is that you see, family as your first ministry i think that is like many guys get that wrong um mm. they get so excited they're out there and you yeah. know trying to transform the world Absolutely. but but they lose their own family and that's something that yes. over the years um can be very sure. dangerous in in yeah. uh, when it comes to and you taught me you you i have to give credit to um uh, uncle sean yeah because he he drummed that home into me when we, we were having our deep chats and he, he told me that if you can't lead your family, you can't lead anyone else. Um, and you know, if your family suffers, then everything else suffers. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So you and Jen, um, were in the marketplace. How did you, I mean, what, what was the history behind that? How, how did you get into the marketplace? Yeah, you know, to be honest, we we do feel like we, you know, we, we jumped on the bandwagon of in terms of what we were supposed to be doing, our purpose and calling, following our true purpose and calling late in life. Like we, 
you know, we often do things out of fear and, and, and also just to please people and please our family. Um, and there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of social pressure to, to do certain things, to achieve certain things, to get certain degrees and, and, to, and, to, and to build a legacy, and to build a career um, and to not actually pursue the true will of God for your life. And, and that's actually, you know, for, for most of our 20s, um, that's basically what we're doing. We're pursuing careers and, and, and not actually truly hearing from God and, and, and listening and pushing into him and, and asking, Lord, what is, what is our purpose? What have you put us on this earth for? What have you created us for? What do we need to be doing? How do we fully obey you? How do we actually do your will? Um, and the Lord had to discipline us in a lot of ways. Um, you know, my wife got burnout. I just, I was retrenched. The Lord used retrenchment as a way to get me out of work. And I didn't understand why it was happening. I was the only one being targeted at work. Um, but God works all things for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Um, yeah. So that's, does that answer your question? Yeah. And, <laughs> but, but you both, you both studied and you, and um, so you both uh, went yeah, to. Yeah, we got the degrees. Uh, yeah. We went, you know, we got all the things that we thought we needed to, to get, needed. Uh, what, our, what our parents um, drummed into our minds and, and, the, and you know, in, into our paradigms. And I'm not saying that like getting degrees is bad. Um, I'm just saying you need to follow God's will for your life. And, and that's where we are at the moment. I feel like we, we, we are in, in, in his will and it's the best place to be. And we feel that total peace. And even though we don't know, sometimes where our next paycheck is coming when <laughs> the food is coming on the table, but we just trust God. We've seen his provision miraculously. And, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, but now you did, um, at a certain point, you did make that shift. And uh, you, you and Jen, uh, I remember you gave me a call and said, we're just seeking God for the purpose here. And an opportunity opened to you. And um, you guys went and became missionaries uh, somewhere. Tell us about that. Yeah. So we... Um so we both, it's actually, when we got married, we were both unemployed. <laughs> um, it's not the wisest thing. I, I think rather um, at least one person is unemployed, unless the Lord commands you and he tells you to <laughs> get married or you're unemployed. But we were unemployed at that time and we got married. And um, we, we started volunteering in the States. Uh, we moved to the States when, after we got married in South Africa. Um, I was still getting green card. I was about to get my citizenship. So we moved to the States and we were volunteering for an organization called Hope International at the time. And the Lord um, just connected us with a guy from Moldova at one of the conferences that we were volunteering at. And the Lord connected us immediately, instantly. Um, Gena, his name is Gena. Um, he leads a microfinance institution that's sort of trying to bring the gospel as well into communities and villages in Moldova. And he said, listen, we need young couples to come and serve. Um, and I just felt such a, a prompting in my heart, such a strong, strong, strong prompting from the Lord. And then said to Jen, Jen, I think the Lord's calling us to Moldova. Jen looked at me like I'm crazy. And so we, we went into a tense time of prayer over a few months and fasting and asked God if Moldova was his will. And he confirmed it through multiple means, prophecies in his word. Um, yeah, just in different ways, circumstances. And so we went. We went to Moldova. We weren't even fully funded. Um, we were about 30% funded of our business, uh, for our actual budget, our target. And the Lord said, go. He said, go. Uh, trust me. 
um, we were actually weren't going to buy the tickets. And the Lord actually really spoke to me audibly and showed me Matthew 6, if you're not willing to give up your family, fields, your jobs for me, you're not worthy to be my disciple. And the Lord just convicted me lovingly. And um, that was, we booked the tickets and we went to Moldova and we were there for a year. We didn't expect to be here for three months, like with the funding we had. And the Lord was so gracious to us. Um, and yeah, we, we were there for Moldova, helping a church plant and also helping some farmers with, with a, like a training program. Um, and it was amazing. It was, it was more so a time of actually transformation in our hearts in terms of what it means to actually obey the Lord and what it means to be a true disciple. And we felt actually just more, it was actually a transformation needed to happen in our hearts in Moldova than us actually going to serve. Mm. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what was what was your, your biggest takeaway from, from that time in Moldova? Where is Moldova? Just for the listeners. Yeah, sorry, Moldova Republic of Moldova is a tiny country. It's like one of the smallest countries in Europe, in Eastern Europe. Um, they sometimes call it it's the armpit of Europe because it's like the one of the poorest nations in Europe. And it's in Eastern Europe. It's between um, bordered between Ukraine and Romania. Mm. Um, yeah, it's this tiny little three million population wow. in Eastern Europe. Mm. Okay, so what was your biggest takeaway for you and Jen out of that time there? Uh, sure. Um, there were so many, but I, I feel like for us, it just, it just reiterated the um, importance of living a life completely surrendered to Jesus. Um, holding nothing back, um, just living a life that is in line with his will, hearing from him, following his ways, um, because his ways are the most loving ways for us, and he loves us, and he wants to bring us into true fruitfulness, and and just yeah, just giving up everything it was just a time of refinement for us, and you know, stripping us of old ways and and sin and just revealing to us that how sinful we were and how much we needed him daily. And yeah, just, just takeaway would be just what it means to be truly surrendered to Jesus and following as well. Right. That would be, yeah. The awesome. awesome. And then you went back to South Africa and, um, and, and, and of course you, you took up um, jobs there and then God began to lead you. So you were in the, I mean, you went back into the marketplace at that point in time. Correct. Yeah. Um, what was the, what do you think, or what do you believe was the, the point of transition for you and Jen that you, you knew God was now um, opening up something new for you? Hello? Yeah, are you there? Sorry, I lost you for a bit. Um, so what was the transition from the marketplace into yeah, from marketplace. Now. I mean, what, what, what? How did you begin to transition? How did you begin to see? You know that God's got something else for us mm. in this. Yeah. Um, so I was working. I got a job in the marketplace, and I was working in a position that was totally not a fit for me at all, from in terms of personality. Um, my strengths and my, and my giftings and, and my purpose, um, I would like, it was just um, a dead end thing for me. And uh, I, I did it because I, I love my family and I wanted to support them. And I felt like it was a season. Um, and, but it, it, it wasn't, I wasn't truly satisfied. I'd come home just completely frustrated and, and, and angry sometimes. 
Um, I wasn't getting on with my boss. I mean, I could have loved him better. And looking back, I could have loved him, you know, like Jesus would better. But yeah, it was just wasn't good for me. It wasn't healthy. It was toxic. And I knew that I wasn't in where, exactly where God wanted me to purpose me for. And so I started seeking God. Um, I started to just asking God, where, what have you purposed me for? What are you, where are you taking us as a family? What is your vision for? For, for our life and God started to speak to Jen um, very clearly and started to speak to me as well and say remember that vision I gave you of a foundation when you first got married the Lord actually spoke to us and said one day we'll start a foundation and he started to revealing to us what that was about and we were actually going through our personal journey of getting closer to the Lord and, and hearing him and hearing his voice and, and understanding the truth and getting deep in the scriptures and, and just getting visions from him and um, hearing his voice. And he started to reveal to us what he was calling us to. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. I didn't actually want to leave because it was in a secure job with a paycheck, but actually the Lord used retrenchment um, to lovingly kick me out mm. and to <laughs> push me into the direction that he, he, he knows it's most loving for me and my true purpose um so yeah that's what that's basically it okay does that answer your question yeah yeah i mean uh, just looking for because some people you know going all right well i'm in a situation um you know is that where where to from here i mean it, not everybody has to have a a radical transition like you've had um, mm. the, the, the point is, is that that's true. God wants to use, you know, many times is that your, your purpose is where you are in the career, in the job, where you are right yes. now. And it's yes. not everybody is called to go to Moldova, you know, not everybody. Yeah, exactly. And that's why that's I, I mean, I celebrate you and that's why I have you because, um, I mean, for you, it's, it's like you did, you did. You did do it. You know, you and Jen were prepared to pay the price to go to another place. You knew mm. it was God for you. God prospered you in that. It, it, it prospered you in the sense of um, sustained you for, for, for the time that you were there. It was a big learning curve for you. Yes. Um, you come back to, to um, South Africa uh, or go back to South Africa. I'm, I'm in the United States. But, you, I mean, you go to, to South Africa and you have to pick up, but you knew because you'd now experienced your true yes. purpose and calling, uh, you, exactly. um, you knew, it, I know what that feels like is like, you're going back into something and you go, Oh, wait a minute. You know, I, I actually, that's, that's mm. what I'm passionate about. That's where I belong. And, that's it. But it's a season. Absolutely you that season, And now the transition has to happen again. It's like you're transitioning back into where you are. However, yes. You know, I just want to say to the audience, it's not everybody has that. Now, uh, you know, your ministry, and I was talking about that on Mentoring Monday. Um, um, yes, on Mentoring Monday this week, mm. and just talking about how we, um, God wants to use us wherever we are. You know, you're a minister. It's not like you, you, you're moving up the ladder yeah. of yeah, promotion. You're going from a job, which is the lowest <laughs> rung. And then you, yeah. when you arrive at being a prophet and you can prophesy, now you're at the high place. <laughs> and then if you become, yeah. if you become a bishop and you, you're presiding over other <laughs> churches. Now you are like close to heaven. You're like, that's not true. Everybody's no. got their place. And, and even, 
you know, because you do fulfilling a career, doing a job doesn't make you less spiritual or less in ministry than yeah. anybody else. You are absolutely as valuable and needed right where your God's put yes. you there. Amen. However, for 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 yourselves, you know, you you've you stepped out at a certain point knowing that it's God put God's purpose for your life, and mm. and now you you know you felt that. The tension, that frustration of saying, you know, we're not fulfilling our purpose and our gifting where we are right now. And yes. we want to get to that place where we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And um, and so, you know, that that's the transition I, I really am asking about it or was asking about it, was just that, okay, so everything stops and everything starts getting frustrating. And, and that's the call of God, the mandate of God really frustrating you because it's time to step into something <laughs> yeah. else, you know? Exactly. So, um, so now what's the way forward, Kale? What, what is the vision? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the vision, I'm just trying to see what, um, where to start. Um, can, okay, can I take one step back? Yeah, and, sure, no problem. Overall, what what do you, what is your mission? I mean, for you and Jen, mm. if you had to say this is the one thing we want to bring to the world, mm. what would that be? Yeah. Yes, we want people to be transformed and to truly receive the love of Jesus in a powerful way, and to be so in love with Him. Um, and so close to him that they cannot but share that love with with the whole world and transform the world around them with this with this deep true knowledge of him of Jesus and uh, where you're walking with him and loving him and able to reach out because you have this boldness and he's revealing his love through you to the world because this world that's what the world needs the world needs love you know that song mm. and it's true the world needs Jesus he is love and so um, yeah that's that's our mission. Um, in, in a nutshell, like that's what we right. want, and that that's obviously good. plays out yes. in different ways. But right. yeah, no, that's good. I mean, that's just the overall mission. That's great, and so that, of course, that forms your your message. Um, what? Uh, so what? Okay, now the question is, what is your way for? Can I just? Can I just? Sorry, just add to that quickly. You mind? No. So that's the true message of the cross. Like, so I feel like God wants us to bring. To, to bring bring the true message of the cross, um, which is basically that Jesus died. Yes, he died, and he died for the forgiveness of our sins. But for what purpose? What was Jesus' end goal? What was the joy set before him? The joy set before him. Jesus prayed in John 17, Father, I pray that they would, might know the love that you have for me when I am in them and, and they are in me. Mm. Um, and Jesus' whole purpose for dying on the cross was that so that we could receive his love on a daily basis and be transformed by that love and take that love to the world and love others. Um, yeah. That's, that was, that's the purpose of the cross. He had to, yes, he had to forgive us so that we can come into his presence again and, and be reconciled with him. But the only that the joy that Jesus that took him through the nails, that took him through the garden of Gethsemane, that took him up to the uh, skull of Golgotha, that took him into hell when he died to be um, tormented and tortured by us was love was to, so that we could know the love of the father. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Powerful. <laughs> um, truly <clears throat> that, um, that we would know love like he would, that uh, he knows love because the father loves us as he loves mm. Jesus. That's what, what, Amen. Yeah. Said, <laughs> it's amazing. 
Yeah. It's so, so amazing. I, we, we don't even, I, th- I think, uh, we, we sometimes don't, we, we forget that. I mean, there's, there's, it, that is so powerful because then, you know, I, we can just rest in that love when, when, we, mm. when we know that he loves us like that. Huh? Mm. Yeah, we want people to have that true revelation and true knowledge, not just head knowledge. We want people to, to receive yeah. that. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah. I was, I'm actually, I'm just here in John 17, and I'm just looking forward to you. Do you know the actual verse for that? I think it's towards the end um, of John uh, 17. I'm not sure the exact verse, but it's towards the end of the passage. Um, okay. Did you find it? I haven't, I can't, I'm, I'm like trying to run through it as quickly as possible and I'm not seeing no it right now, but, but it's fine. Um, I was just looking for it to quote it, um, but I couldn't. No problem. I can get it for you quickly. I'm there. So, um, yeah, yeah. So the end of, so John 17, 26, 26 um, yeah. yeah, he's speaking. So, um, so I'll go from 25. Yeah. Oh, righteous father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. He's talking to about his disciples mm-hmm. and us. And then I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. I may be in them. It's yeah. awesome, eh? So, in, <laughs> and I will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them. Isn't that powerful? I mean, hey, listen, is that today you've got to, you know, that, that you just have to begin to become secure in the fact that the same love God, God the Father had for Jesus and has for Jesus, he has mm. for you too. He loves you yes. wow. the same as a son, as exactly the same as he loved Jesus. Man, I want to tell you, and that love raised Jesus from the dead. <laughs> I mean, mean, that is how awesome <laughs> that is, you know. And, so you, and, you, wow, can, you can rest. You know, the th- thing about it is, Carol, is many times what we're doing is like we feel God is like a million miles away, and religion sort of makes God a million mm. miles away. You know, it's like you've got to mm. try and appease him. You've got to try and try and win his approval and do all these conditions and things to try and win God's approval. But Jesus is going, hey, I have made known to 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 them and will continue mm. to make known mm. in order that the love you have for me may be in them. And, you know, That's listen, so I want to tell you today, wherever you are in the world, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what your need is. You, you know, stop trying to make mm. things work. Stop trying yes. to make your faith work and rest in the fact that God loves you. You know, God, mm-hmm. you rest in God's love. He loves you so much that he's prepared to meet that need. <laughs> he has mm-hmm. met that need in his love. And that's the thing is rest in his love for you and say, Father, you know, I'm here. This is where I'm at, but I know you love me. And, and get you through whatever you are going through. You'll make a way for you where there seems to be no way. We know that old mm. cliche, but you know, we need to make it more than a cliche and make it reality in our life. Amen. And, yes. You know, he yeah, it's, away. Amen. I just, I fully, fully agree with what you're saying. It's so good. And I just wanted to just add quickly is that, um, you know, that it's not complicated. It's, it's simple. You just have to hunger and thirst after that love. And every day it's a daily just saying, yes, Jesus, I want your love. Please reveal 
the truly reveal it to me. I don't want to just know, have head knowledge about it, but I want to truly feel and feel the presence and feel your embrace and feel your love. And he, I promise you, like he did for me, like he did for Jen, and like he's done for so many, like he will reveal his love to you. And I just want to share quickly this this picture. I feel like the Lord's saying I can do it, but it just, um, he gave me this picture a week ago of this vision of, of Jesus. Um, I, I can still see his face. Him like, you know, when you, when fathers throw up their children in the air, their toddlers mm. in the air and they catch them and they throw them and they catch them and they throw them and they catch them. I just, Jesus was doing this with me as a little boy. And I just saw the delight and the, and the love in his eyes, the fire and passion that he has for me and the delight in his eyes and how much he loves me. And um, he was just willing to catch me every time. And I just felt the Lord remind me of the verse where it says, those who wish to enter the kingdom of God, who wish to experience the kingdom of God, who wish to inherit the kingdom of God and actually feel the real must become like little children. And what's the, what's the, what's the strong, the, the, the thing that kids want the most and children want the most from their parents? Love. They want love, right? They want, they want to be loved. They want to have the attention of their, of their mother or their father. They want to experience their embrace. They want to just see their delight in their eyes. And they don't want material things. Like you can, a, a parent can give all, everything in the world in terms of material things, but if they don't give them that true love, they're not going to be satisfied. So that's, I feel like Jesus is saying to you, all you need to do is become like a little child and receive his love and hunger for it. And, and, and that's all. It's simple to enter his kingdom. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. So now you, um, are, you and Jen are forming a, a, a foundation, which is like a nonprofit organization. Correct. And, yeah. and that is really as, as, the, as the platform for, um, for taking this, this message um, into the world, isn't it? That's correct, Uncle Sean. Yeah. So, what is what is the what is the um, what is the future picture of this now? Yeah, in terms of practically, what it looks like. Yeah, what what are you what are you guys going to? Yes. You, what are you envisaging? What are you? What, mm. sort of, um, yeah. So, strategy I'm going to share. I'm I'm going to share sort of as concisely as I can. But if you want to learn more, you can go to um, just our website, just surf foundation.org uh, um, so just serve so yeah just serve j-u-s-t like yeah correct j-u-s-t-s-e-r-v-e foundation.org it's just as jesus came to serve and, and become a ransom for us and okay to be served um to serve us in love and so yeah it's so the vision in terms of how it's practically going to be work out is that we want to be uh, uh, an equipping a support to the body of Christ globally. Um, and, and that includes established institutional churches. It includes house churches. It includes um, nonprofit ministries, parachurch, other parachurch organizations, include individuals that are just completely dissatisfied with the system in general um, of tradition. And they just want to just hear the truth and, 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 and actually truly experience this love um, and, and go out and, and, and share this love practically in word and action. We want to create that space. We want to do trainings, um, practically based trainings. We want to do over a period of four weeks. Um, each week we'll have a different theme. So we want to start with, we really want to bring in, we really want to set foundations in, 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 in believers uh, of understanding the first week is understanding the message of the cross, what that is about, what is what a baptism, how does that 
How does it relate to the message of the cross and salvation? What is receiving the Holy Spirit? Why is important? And then the second week is a discipleship 101. Like what is, how did the true disciples live in the book of Acts? How do we apply this now in our day and age, in our work context, in our everyday life? Um, what does it mean to be led by the spirit, to hear the voice of God? Um, and then the third week is actually, we have a go, uh, um, part of our foundation called Go Street Missions, where we actively mobilize people to go out to take the love of Jesus as they experience it. Um, in these training sessions, we really want to create a space for people to be ministered to by the Spirit, to receive His love in a real way, and then to be sent out to, show, to actually demonstrate what it means to share the message of the cross with people uh, out in the street, and then how to pray for people, the sick, how to heal the sick, uh, how to just love people on the street, even street people, homeless people. We have a social development site that we want to bring in as well mm-hmm. uh, at a little bit later stage. And then the fourth week is bringing people back and establishing them in their calling. So we have an, a test called the I three test, uh, which is biblically based on the Romans 12, seven motivational giftings. We want to help people. Um, we want to walk alongside them and, and hear with them the voice of God and what God's created them for. What is their purpose? Where they're called to in life? What are their spiritual giftings? How can they use that? to share the love of Jesus and, and to serve people, um, uh, whatever context is. So yeah, that's basically um, the nutshell. It's just, we feel like it's a global um, mission. Uh, we feel like it's going to, we're starting now. We've already been doing some stuff here in South Africa and we wanted to take it to the world. Um, it's for the vision. God gave me a vision. I just want to just round it off and say that God gave me a, I feel like he wants me to share a dream um, two years ago. Um, I was standing in front of a, a car, a bucky, which is a, a pickup truck and on the bonnet, on the, on the bonnet of the pickup truck was a global map and, and Jesus was standing next to me. And, and he said, he turned to me, I turned to him and I looked at him and he said to me, my son, I will be with you wherever you go. And then he said to me, touch my side, um, touch where I was pierced, where they pierced me. And as I put my hand on his side, on his, where he was pierced, um, I would just fall down like, just overcome by his love for the nations. Like he revealed in that instant his love for people and for the nations and for them and to know his love. And I just was weeping. I really, you know, the dream when you feel something is so real, like it's actually happening in real life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt. And I felt, I felt like that was a commission for me and just got confirming my calling and um, uh, with Jen to missions and to be full-time. And as you said, not everyone's called to full-time missions and vocational ministry and but everyone's called to share the love of jesus to receive the love of jesus and share that wherever whatever context they're called to right exactly right and but you've not been i mean you you've not been sitting just waiting for something to happen now you you are busy out um getting getting into onto the street as well aren't you Absolutely, yeah. For the past two years in Cape Town, since we got back to South Africa from Moldova, I was really seeking the Lord and asking God, like, what does missions look like here now? How do I serve you? How do I, I want to obey you. Like, I feel something's missing. I'm just rocking up at church. Mm. Um, I'm, I want more. Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, there's so many, so many believers that are just rocking up at meetings and, 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 and um, expecting God to fill them when they're not actually obeying him and, and receiving his love and taking that love to the world. And, and um, so I was in a place where like God, God started stirring my heart. I was dissatisfied and I just wanted more. And I started reading. He said, go read the book of Acts. And I read the book of Acts and I saw what a truly true life of a disciple is and how to live for Jesus. And yeah, I started hitting the streets. The Lord gave me a vision for Weinberg. Uh, it's a neighborhood. 
in Cape Town, which is a lot of drug infested area um, and prostitution and a lot of just seediness and just a lot of, there's a lot of darkness in that area and just started going on my own. I met a brother in the Lord victory on the streets where he'd been missioning for three years on his own and the Lord connected us beautiful on the street. We met um, and we've been, yeah, we, we were going into abandoned buildings together for a while and the Lord, and then I had my second child and then I felt the Lord said, let's take a break. And, and then I was called us to another area, Salt River, where we've been missioning there as well the last couple of weeks. Wow. Um, yeah. And taking people with us and demonstrating the kingdom in action and how to love people. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just want to pick up on a point here is just Mm. that that, um, Kyle made is people go and sit in meetings and just looking for, you know, just more, more for me, but we've got a dying world out there. And is, you know, and I know it's not everybody's call to go on the streets. You know, I'm, I admire that. Um, but everybody can serve their, um, their mm-hmm. world in some way. And that's what lead, leadership yeah. really is. That's what discipleship Amen. really is, is, is to actually serve the, the, the gift, the ability, the, the, um, the strength that God's given you, uh, your purpose, your assignment, your mission in the earth, and mm. serve that to others. And then, you know, yeah. really we need to start asking ourselves as the church, what is God's assignment for my life? What's God's purpose mm. for my life? And mm. and it's not hard. I mean, it does. you don't have to go into this huge complex foot. I remember, uh, maybe mm. I should go. <laughs> I was, I was going to tell a story, but now I won't go there now. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, people are struggling. They do, you know, 40 day, 50 day fasts, and they're trying mm. to struggle to discover God's purpose. And not that hard. You just really have to be, you know, really discover. Yeah, you mm. just discover, and in your going, it, it, there's more clarity. And I think that's what I said to you, Kayla, is just, you know, mm. when you go, clarity yes. will come. You know, remember. it's just, it's yeah. in the process that you you see something. I think it was when you were going, thinking about going to Moldova, and I said, you know, if God has laid this on your heart, you might not see it all. It might not all make sense. But if you obey mm. that prompting, the rest will come. Mm. And Yes, and, absolutely. And that. it's not like that. you you're trying to please God, you know, because sometimes we, we got these programs going is like, you've got to go and you've got to do this. You've got to be busy. You've got to, and it's not, it's not about doing, it's about being and, and yes. trying to please God. God's pleased with you. God loves you. Yes. That <laughs> is, is that we are disciples and God needs us to influence our world with, with, with the, with the kingdom of God. We need to go out Amen. there and influence it. And I mean, Kale, that you, you know, you and your partner can get on the streets. I mean, Salt River. I remember I used to go to movies in Salt River when I was a little. Really? Yes. At the Baijiu, <laughs> old Baijiu Theater on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but then yeah. it was a different world, you know. So, um, wow. and and I've yeah. watched it sort of go backwards over the years. And yeah. um, I mean, I was about I was about nine years old at that point in time. I used to walk alone to the movies. Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. nowadays, uh, yeah, different story. But but I mean, well done, guys, to get out there and just uh, yeah. be giving the love of Jesus with people. But I mean, you yeah. don't feel you don't, Kale, you don't feel like it is an obligation in the no, sense of to please God. I mean, 
you do it why why do you do it I, it's a good question, Uncle Sean, and it's so important that people understand this. That when you—that's why it's so important to receive to be receiving the love of Jesus on a daily basis. Mm. It's because when you when you do, you're satisfied, and you do it because you're in a love relationship with a God that loves you passionately, and um, you want to please Him. You know, when you first fall in love with a human being, um, you want to do what pleases them, right? Because you're so in love with them. And you cannot, but it's it's an overflow of joy to 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 please them and do what they what they what they want, you know. Yeah. Um, and but obviously, we're talking about God, yeah. So His will is is perfect, and and we want to follow Him. But when when we so when we're experiencing Him, when we're feeling the Spirit's presence, when we're daily walking with Him, it just becomes an overflow where we want to share this love with everyone because it's, it's so precious. It's like it's precious, you know. The kingdom of God, it says um, in, in Jesus in one of the Gospels, is like a treasure that we find and then we bury it under, underneath the ground because it's so precious. We cannot but share this love with Jesus, of Jesus to, to the world because they need to know that what we want people to experience it as well. If right. that makes sense. Um, so I just wanted to, can I just add, sorry, I'm going to try and keep this concise. I just wanted to add, you mentioned something very important about um, the streets and um, not even being called to it. Uh, I just wanted to um, clarify, God's given me a lot of understanding of that and what it means. And, I just first, firstly, I just wanted to say that the street is a metaphor for everywhere you go, um, wherever you are in your daily life, grocery store, um, the mall, the, the, the shopping center, um, wherever you go in your workplace, it's wherever you go where there is are people around you that are lost and that need Jesus. Um, and you need to share that love with people. Um, what we do is through the training is we've seen, um, Obviously, we feel called to the like street to public missions and going out is constantly through the foundation because that's what God's called us to is to be missionaries as a purpose. But we feel that it's an effective the street like going out to public places. It doesn't have to be an abandoned urban area, but it can be like a university or wherever there's there's people. Is it it, it, it kickstarts them and it activates something where I remember going to the street for the first time where I was so scared, I was so fearful, I didn't know how to speak to people, how to share my faith, how to do it. But I want to say to you that when you take that step of faith and of obedience, it activates a love um, for people that you've never had before. You just get the sense of where you, you get this boldness and it actually overflows into your, into your area of calling. And if you're called to business, you will start to share and be bold and share the, um, the gospel, share the message of the cross with people and to reach out and pray for people because you've actually done it on the streets. So we, we see it as a, as a launching pad for people um, to experience and what it means to share the love of Jesus, what it means to pray for the sick, all that, um, cast out demons, like what it means. So that if you have fear in your heart today and you feel like it's not your calling, I just want to encourage you that um, it's a good first step and then that will activate you um, to actually live it out in your whatever context you're called to. That makes sense. And you look and you see, you see that in the book of Acts, guys, the disciples were constantly going out and publicly witnessing in the temple area and the marketplace. Um, so I see it's biblical that everyone does it in some, in some way. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, <clears throat> that's what it's about. Focus. Like we, we, it doesn't matter where we come from and where we are situated right now, we, our, our sense of responsibility to, to 
influence the world with the love of God is like critical and more so mm-hmm. now today than at, at, at any other time is we, we have to get out the four walls of the, of the building and begin to influence the world um, with, with who Amen. we are. We cannot be, Amen. Uh, cannot have this Absolutely. monastery mindedness in, in, in the church. <laughs> we have to be so good, out there and begin to influence the world with the love of God. Just touch them. And it, not necess- you don't have to be a preacher. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you don't have to be a pulpit person or a pastor. No. Just who you are. I'm talking about who be before you do is that if you be the love of God that you've received and Mm. then um, you can actually, people will go, man, you know, what's with these people? And, uh, and I think that's powerful. So, um, um, Kyle, thank you, man. I, Mm. you know, I just, that's really, I I want to do um, just be able to let you share the, the heart of of the father with uh, with the the listeners today and just how god is you know just leading you you you're still on a process you and jen are on a Absolutely. on a journey yeah. of learning the vision and plan of god fulfilled mm. for your purpose of god fulfilled for your life but but you're not waiting for it to happen you're just getting out there and doing what you can with what you have where you are today and i think that mm. that is you know, I, me, that's what I celebrate. I just celebrate people that are prepared to try, you know, and say, well, I'm, you know, I've got something on my heart and I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do what I can right now. And, uh, mm. and that's powerful. It, we, you know, we, praise we, Jesus. we really pray for you that, um, that uh, the foundation, uh, just serve foundation.org. Eh? Um, yeah, great. That uh, that God would just really you know favor that and and um, and use it as a as a platform and as an avenue to really impact people's lives and and see um, the love of God really touching wow. people's lives in a very real way. Amen. And um, yeah, so thank you for for being with me today, and I I just really appreciate you sharing your heart and just being so. Uh, authentic and and real with us. It's um, it's really refreshing to to have that kind of Yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. Love no, you love lots you to you and Jen and and um, to our listeners. Hey, you know, don't um, you know? The reason I I want people like Kale to come and share with you is just to to inspire you to and and to to uh, make you aware that ordinary people are doing extraordinary things and it, it doesn't seem like huge in the eyes of of a world of noise but it's making an impact in people's lives they're prepared to obey god where they are and take steps to do what they can do where they are and with god's leading and god gives everybody a message a clarity a a mandate in a sense of of what that purpose is, and so they mm. carry that message mm. to to others. Of course, my 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 message is kingdom. You know, I I just know I, I'm so immersed. I was sharing with Michelle last night that it's just it's overwhelming me right now. That I, for the first time in 40 years, I'm I'm actually seeing the reasoning behind so much stuff that I didn't mm. make sense and so much frustration. Wow. 
um, in, in my years. And suddenly it's all coming together. I'm going, this is so easy. And I didn't see it, you know, because it's the first time I'm actually, you know, seeing it the way it is. And so, um, mm-hmm. but that's my thing, you know, and, and everybody picks up something in the midst of that and can run with it and, uh, and, uh, and makes a huge difference in somebody's life. So I, I really, as, as audience, thank you for being with us today. I really appreciate having you on and listening to the interview with Kale and, uh, and about Kale's life. And again, it's not because Kale is, is a celebrity, but simply no, Kale. Not at all. Very ordinary. <laughs> very ordinary. And, uh, <laughs> but, but Kale, you know, when I listen to Kale, we jump on a call and Kale shares his heart with me and I go, you know, I just wanted, Kale, I just wanted people to hear your heart and just hear that you prepared to take a step in faith and say, you know, this is God's purpose for our life. We, we, mm. we want to do something, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, and that's great. We celebrate with you. And so, you know, audience, please pray for Kale and Jen down in, in please. Cape Town, South Africa. Yes, please. Um, you can go and, you know, Kale, so, so if they want to be, Touch with you want to know more about whatever's happening. If you're going to put out a newsletter, and that will all be on the justservefoundation.org website. Correct. They're welcome to just, if they want to just follow, subscribe to any updates, whatever. There's an, there is a, a field, um, submission field there for them. Okay. Excellent. Just put the email. Okay, excellent. All right. So, so you know, hook up and, and find out what's going on. South Africa is mm. in a huge transition and. Um, yes. Uh, has many many challenges uh, so you know leaders of of kale and jen's caliber who are there on the ground doing things to transform people's lives is absolutely necessary and they definitely need your prayer and your support so uh, please um yes, please. You know, connect with them and just show them a bit of love and uh, and uh, by just signing up with them, sending them an email, they c- you can they can get hold of you. At, I'm going to put your email address at the bottom of in the show notes and your yep. website address, and they can contact you then. Just awesome. you know, send Thank a you. bit of love to to Cal and Jen. Send them an email mm. saying, "Hey, we we uh, we heard your interview, and <laughs> we're just sending you uh, love and and prayers and support." So uh, that'll be great. Thank you. Thank you. Kyle, love and love and appreciate mm. you, brother. Thank you for being with I me again and uh, and with us on KLE podcast. Mm. And uh, until next time, hey everybody, thank you. Um, don't miss building his church on Friday with Steve Bissett. And also pay us a visit at KingdomLeadershipEquipping.com. Um, you will uh, the 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 blog is there, and uh, I I post uh, notes there all the time um, that is will be relevant to uh, to your journey as well. All right, so thank you for being with us. Have a super super day. Until next time, God bless you.